podcast about bourbon and the ones who drink it. This is Bourbon Matters. Welcome to Bourbon Matters. I'm Jake. I'm Dan. And I'm Gold Eagle Jake. And we are recording live for us at Whiskey Acres. Yeah. To do a barrel pick. Mm-hmm. We always record live for us. Yeah, no but together. Oh, gotcha. Together in <laughs> actually, a, on location. It actually feels uh, a little weird, but definitely cool to be in the same room recording I've, an episode. Have yeah, more elbow space when we're not. It's weird being room. next to Dan. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah, so this is going to be like the ultimate plug episode. Yes. Because we're doing a barrel pick for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and this started, yeah, we have flies here. <laughs> we're, we're at a farm. So. We're on a farm, it happens. Uh, we started off after a podcast once, Jake was talking about, we were talking to Jake about having him do another barrel pick, and then I was talking about our cast finish series, and you had the idea of we should do a double oak, to which I asked Rob, and he said that we had a toasted oak finish which is just a barrel that instead of being charred, it's toasted. Most of all, all of our barrels are toasted first and then charred, so they put it at low heat, caramelize the inside of the barrel, looks like burnt toast, or toast, normal toast, and then they char it after that. So this barrel we put it into was just toasted, no char. Uh, so from then, we took you a sample, and you liked it. It is from the barrel up at 132.6 proof, and I'll talk about the barrel in a minute. And you liked it, and then you had the idea of what if we tried it at different proof points to see what the water does to it. Yeah, I mean, I really enjoyed it, um, but I got the idea when I was drinking the seven-year, because you had brought us a sample of the seven-year at barrel proof, and then when I tried the seven-year, and normally I like higher proof, um, and I, for most of our barrel picks, we do them at barrel proof and give the customer the option to proof it down. Um, but I thought the seven year was so much better at 107 proof versus the barrel proof version that it gave me the idea, why don't we try this barrel at various proofs and find something that we really like, hopefully. Yeah. Um, so then I test our master distiller, Rob, to give us some different proof points. I have no idea what any of these proof points are. Uh, so we are doing this completely blind. We know one's foolproof. And that's all I know. I don't know how low he went on proofs. And five different five different samples. samples. From yeah. the same barrel at different proofs, which and is a very cool way to pick a barrel. The only other barrel pick I know that does something like this is Yellowstone. And on top of that, we even the master distiller doesn't know what one of the proofs are, so if we like it, we'll have to go proof it down or test the proof afterwards because <laughs> he had his uh, beakers of all the proof down, and he just poured them into a bottle. And he's like, well, I can't put that back in the barrel because that will lower the barrel proof. So here you go. All right. <laughs> so um, information on the barrel. This is barrel number 179 for us. So it's an old barrel. It was we back then they filled it 125 proof. Now we're filling them around 120 proof. Um, so it got up to 132.6. It did sit in the distillery for a while. Uh, and there's a boiler in there and boilers get hot and evaporate some of the water. So that's how you get a little bit higher proof. The barrel was filled on November 30th, 2015, and then it was dumped December 2nd of 2020 into the toasted barrel, and it sat, it's still sitting in there. Um, it sat in the original, technically it is a five-year bourbon because it sat in the original barrel for five years, three days. 
and then it sat for two years, seven months, four days in the toasted barrel. Which is a really long finish. Which is a, a really long, long time. time. Long time for a double oak, yeah. Um, and when you add the two together, it actually aged by the time we had these proofed out at seven years, seven months, seven days um, from the day that Rob tested these out, which was kind of cool because we also had our seven-year release the other day too. So just a lot of seven. The stars are aligning. Yes. <laughs> so today's goal is uh, figure out what proof point we like for the barrel pick. Yeah. And it'll be in the new cask finish series bottles, which are pretty cool. Sweet. Yeah. Awesome. So I don't, that's, that's what I'm here for. Um, we can go through, I guess. I didn't do the gold eagle reverse the letters. I noticed that after I printed them off. So A's up top. Oh, Dan. Rookie. Rookie, Rookie yeah. mistake. <laughs> so I know. First time making a tasting mat. It is. Very, very first time. I made it in three minutes on Google Sheets. Nice. Because I had no other, I don't have a laptop here, so I had to do it on iPad, which well, is dumb. I appreciate the custom. Yeah, I even put the gold eagle logo Mm -hmm. on there. Yeah. But we we can dive in. All right, let's dive in. So we're starting with uh, With A. A. Start with A. We'll just work our way through A, B, C, D, and then question mark. I think I'll work through the noses first. Yeah. So they are definitely, you definitely get the barrel notes on this. Yeah. Um, That's the first thing that stands out. Uh, Nor I know when you tried the sample of this, when you first nosed it, you said it didn't smell like the normal whiskey acres. The no. grain takes a little bit of backseat to the barrel in this, which makes sense because it's been sitting for a long time in a second barrel. Um, are you able to tell proof points just by the nose, or is it pretty? Um, I can tell a little bit by the color. Uh, I mean, I would guess that C is the barrel proof, and B and D are close, and then A's proof down a little bit more that's just what i'm seeing on the color um and then on the nose too a seems like super toned back with a lot more mellow chocolatey um just kind of just kind of toned back uh nose compared to the other three that i have nosed so far but my guess would be c is the barrel proof i don't know what you guys are seeing but color i noticed the color that the c was the darkest yeah yeah, I think I'd agree. With mm. A, A is probably the lowest. I think my favorite nose so far is B. And texture on this, it's a very oily texture. It legs down the glass pretty good. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not, nothing's smelling like you would think someone would ethanol smelled from a 132 proof because well you know one of these is 132 yeah i'm getting like no ethanol and that's what it that's kind of what i meant by my comment um that it really doesn't smell like whiskey acres because it's just uh the barrel completely took over from being in that secondary oak barrel for two years and then just being almost in an oak barrel for eight years just kind of toned all those notes back yeah um and none of it smells crafty. Sometimes I get like a crafty smell on the whiskey acre stuff, which is not a bad thing. Um, go back and listen to the craft episode yeah, to understand go back why. And to that. Um, <laughs> Quick plug. But uh, I'm not getting that at all on here, and that's kind of what I meant by this doesn't smell like any whiskey acres product uh, that I've had before. Did we talk about the mash bill? Did we know the mash bill? Mash bill is our normal mash bill, so 75% uh, corn, 15% wheat. 10% malt. So B smells like a straight up Kentucky bourbon. Yeah. yeah. A, A is really bright on the nose. Uh-huh. 
I'm almost getting like some apple. Yeah. Apple pear. Yeah. Pear. Yeah. Not as much on B, C, or D. I don't know. You guys can keep it smelling. I'm going to start tasting yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I'm going to start tasting too. But. And uh, for those of you who don't know, it's 10, 15 in the morning right now. We're, <laughs> we're tasting whiskey, so. It's almost 10.30. Almost 10.30. We're, right, we're close so enough. It's, it's going to be a good day if you're sipping five <laughs> pours of whiskey at 10.30 a.m. You can't. We're not weak. Like, we're strong gentlemen. <laughs> I mean, we have this, and we're going to get a nice little tour after that. So, I mean, we'll it's be sober. A, it's a pretty tough gig, but we're, we do it for you guys that are listening. It is very caramely. It, the finish is really good. That doesn't taste like a super high proof. It doesn't taste... It's, I mean... Just without tasting the other ones, knowing that they're all different proofs somewhere in somewhere between eighty and one thirty-two. Oh, yeah, there's one right there. I, sorry, I didn't have pens. I didn't think about that. <laughs> it's your first time. First time ever doing a hosting slack. <laughs> I'm a distiller, not a sales rep. Let's just go through that. Yeah, so I don't know. A uh, A is really good. There's really nothing wrong with it. I just think it kind of excites me for what's to come with these others because I think uh, I do really believe A is the lowest proof just by the color. Um, it's much lighter. And I would probably guess, I don't know, 95, 100, somewhere in that range, it's probably closer to 95. Guess, yeah, somewhere in there. Somewhere around there. Yeah. I really like this so, whiskey, though. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to jot my guesses down so I can see. I mean, it's... I like it, too. I don't think this is one of the better products I've tasted that we've had. We got some really good stuff coming out, but I really like the overall flavor of this. Maybe I'm just weak and want lower proof. Yeah, we can give you a little sample bottle to take home. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I know where the barrel's at. I can figure it out. Um, pretty good start, though. Yeah, very good start. I'm working uh, moving on to B now. I mean, the noses aren't vastly different, what you wouldn't expect. There are some small subtleties. But just going A to B. Going A to B is really nice. B kind of has matches the flavor, but it's much more enhanced. Yeah. It doesn't... I'm... Like absolutely certain that it's higher proof but it does not really drink like it though no it doesn't um i don't know maybe just because a was my first sip of the day but b tastes like it could be lower proof even though i know there's no way it is i don't think so um it's just extremely balanced and creamy and you get a little bit of that like pear and lighter fruit that you get on a but not a ton Mm -hmm. um and then kind of i get more like more caramel and chocolate and sweeter flavors that kick in as well I get a little more of our grain out of B than I did A. I get just a hint of the grain in this one. Maybe it's just my nose and palate waking up a little bit after a 10.30 sip. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, I'm not complaining. If this was my day every day, I'd be okay. <laughs> Isn't it? Yeah, it should be. Right? Yeah, right. <laughs> you work at a distillery. I'm a night distiller. I don't get here until uh, the afternoon, so <laughs> my mornings are pretty low-key. Um, 
Yeah, and this is just as good as I remember the sample being. Yeah. <laughs> so absolutely. <laughs> yeah. That's always a plus. <laughs> oh, I can't. I'm wondering. So if we think C is the darkest one. C should be what we feel is the barrel proof. So we might have a big, we have no idea what the first two is. This could be a big step up in proof and this might shock some things. Um, I don't think B was a ton higher than A in terms of proof. I'm going to, it tastes like 100. I'm going to guess like 107 because I feel like it's a little sneaky. Um, Mm. Maybe 110, but we'll see. you try C? I'm definitely going to leave uh, a lot of B because I really, really like that, and yeah. I want to compare it at the end. There's still some more left in the sample bottles. Cool. Mm-hmm. But, no, B was really nice. It's been, like, three minutes now since my last sip, and I'm still tasting it. Yeah. The finish is pretty good. All of the both first two have been pretty good so far for finish. It sticks around a little bit, but it doesn't. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the finishes on these are... Because yeah, I can still feel B a little bit. I nice just got like uh, Granny Smith apple on the finish of C. On C? Yeah. <laughs> that was interesting. These flies. This is going to be a fun video of just constantly scratching my head. Man. But yeah, if it, if it looks like we're just scratching our heads, there's there's a couple flies. <laughs> There's like three of them that are mm-hmm. just being. There's this whole empty building, and they just want to hang right around us. It doesn't taste too much higher than B. You yeah. see? Yeah. I think it's. I think this is a like burn. sneaky one too. I think it is. Um, so I like. I like be much better off the initial sip it doesn't taste much higher but i do get uh, like a very slight kind of ethanol or like uh like rubbery is kind of a bad term but like maybe a little bit of like a burnt tire kind of thing going on and that's that's what i think i remembered when i tried it at barrel proof there was just one little thing that i didn't like and everything else i did like i actually think the finish on b even though it probably is lower proof, um, the finish on B is much, much longer yeah. than C. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, the second sip on C did linger a little bit, or not linger, but did hit a little bit harder than the first sip. I think Pal's finally starting to get awake. The Well, I just get, like, all the flavor all at once on C. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it hits you right when you, right when you take the sip, and... This is probably the 132 proof, even though I would guess like 115 if I didn't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think just B is a more is definitely a more pleasant experience. Um, yeah. Just to have that flavor a little more balanced and mellowed throughout the uh, throughout the sip and to linger through the finish. So I'm going to start to do my ranking method of how I do ranks here with my glasses, so I know what I'm doing. Uh, as long as you don't mix them up. I don't know. I'm not mixing them up. I have spin. I spin oh, them in different directions. Them. All right. Because mm. we I've never heard of that. Well, because like we'll do Technic. we'll do blind tastings here, a bunch of different stuff. Mm-hmm. And Julie, who does our blind tastings, she will bring in five samples, and it's you got to figure out the theme that she put together for the day. Mm-hmm. 
and then one of them is either ours or there's something unique about one of them, and you got to try and figure out what something unique is on that one, and then you got to rank them one to five, and you have your five glasses. So I've learned a stacking method and then a glass spinning method so I so can remember my thoughts. Three o'clock, six o'clock, nine o'clock, 12 o'clock. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> but going to D. At least the flies aren't after the whiskey. They're just after my head. D's got to be the lowest proof. You think it's lower than A? Yeah, it feels like it is. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's higher than A. But I think it's uh, lower than the B and C. This is probably... Yeah, the finish is super quick on this one. It has a little bit of a watery feel to it right off the palate. Yeah. I'm going to go back to A now because A was on our first sip. Yeah. Yeah, I just tried A again. I, I still kind of think D is the lowest proof. You think so? Yeah. I think I probably get the most corn note we've, I've tried so far out yeah. of D. Same. Hmm. I don't know. I'm still going to say A, but I'm going to say they're very close. I'm going to say D is like... I'm thinking D is like 95 as well. And A might be like 92. D, I get more corn. A, I get more caramel. Yeah. And a little more like fruitiness, like we were talking about with the pear on A. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then, yeah, D, you get a little more of the sweeter notes. Maybe a little vanilla, too. Um, I still, my favorite is still B by far. Yeah. B's standing out so far. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, that that was really, really good. I could have just said, let's just stop right at the end. Yeah, D's not bad, but it just it's it doesn't have the kick of C. The B finish is still Mm -hmm. the B had the best finish by far. Absolutely. Hmm. Yeah, the finish on B is just so strong. Mm -hmm. Like not that strong, but it just stays. Yeah, it just lingers. And not like a it just stays. Right on the tongue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the, the finish on D isn't too bad either, but um, you, you kind of get like that burst up front with C, and then it just really goes away. But I think it lasts a little bit longer than the finish on C. Mm-hmm. And it's a little, the palate's a little more pleasant because I don't get any of that like burnt tire that I was getting on C. Um, all right. Yeah, I don't. D's finish has gone quick. Maybe I'm just because I've had four sips of whiskey already. It's, it's it's nowhere near what B was, but I think it's better than C. Yeah. Eh, I think I think so far I'm at B A C D. B A C D. All right. This is where I'm at. Time for the mystery. Time for the mystery. So we have no idea what this is. Nobody and if has we, an idea. If we pick this one, then I got to go out and get a, a thermometer and a hydro a hydrometer. <laughs> and figure it out. So this is a, a blend of all of these. Somehow. Maybe. Yeah. I, and I'm not sure how much he had left in each beaker, but he just had stuff left mm-hmm. and he poured it in a bottle and said, here you go, if you like it, figure it out. Distilling 101, folks. Yeah. <laughs> Blending 101. Blending 101. There's no science. Just yeah, pour it in there, see how it tastes. It was fun when I watched Rob do the last um, a blend for our bourbon, for our mm-hmm. straight bourbon. Because he had a couple... He had, we do four to six barrel blends. 
I think we were doing a four barrel blend and he had eight barrels and he called each different barrel something different based off its flavor profile. Oh yeah. And he's like, all right, I think I'm going to want these four blended together. And if not those four, then these four. Mm-hmm. And he got mixed those together and he had his two ones that he thought were better and he picked the better one out of the two. Yeah. Wow. So it's kind of fun to see him just the way he did it. Mm-hmm. I just make the stuff. I don't do any of the blending. Uh, <clears throat> blending is an art and, uh, Five, ten years ago, blending was looked at as kind of like a secondary form of making whiskey. And I think now, like, people are starting to appreciate how much time and effort. And you, so yeah, for the record, you don't just dump a bunch of stuff together and create a blend. Like, there's there's a lot of yeah. art that goes into it. Um, and you really kind of have to pick out certain flavors and different barrels and just know that they're going to go well together. Yeah. Um, just go through. listen to our episode on blending. Yeah, go listen <laughs> for to more. It. This is this is a plug episode. <laughs> I call it. Says to be a plug. It's Bourbon whiskey matters. Acres. Whiskey acres and Gold Eagle. I don't think we've said Gold Eagle enough though, Dan. Gold Eagle, Gold Eagle, Gold Eagle. <laughs> there we go. Is that the Beetlejuice mm-hmm. thing? Um, D has a unique flavor to it. Or E, the mystery, what, the, mystery the, the question mystery, mark. Yeah. It's it's not the worst thing in here, but there's just nothing really that yeah, stands out about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. It's just it, it's a good bourbon. It, it's, it's not does, a barrel like, pick, but it's a good bourbon. It doesn't feel as intentional as the other ones, do. right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. There's nothing. Yeah, so so we initially came out and my my idea at first was why don't we do like 100, 105, 110, 115, 120, and just tasted all these different proofs and then. Uh, Dan, you said Rob was kind of like more intentional with the proof points that yeah. he chose, even yep. though he didn't tell us what they were. Because part of the reason we had the mystery bottle is he screwed up and he overshot the water on one of them. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> so then he had one he couldn't use, and that's that's kind of why. Happy accidents, we gotcha. call them. <laughs> but so like some of these could be one or two proof points off. Um, we, we could have, like, a very wide range of proofs here, which I think we do. Yeah. Um, even though, like, the, it doesn't really – like, if we – going from, like, 90 to 130, if I didn't know that this was 130, um, I would say there's no chance that we're, you know, four, 40 proof points yeah. off with these mm-hmm. set of samples here. They kind of taste a little bit closer yeah. than that. <clears throat> the crazy thing is these all taste completely different. Mm-hmm. And they were all pulled from the same barrel at the same time. The difference is how much, uh, water. yeah, purified water was added to it. Mm-hmm. And then you want to talk about Whiskey Acres water? Yeah. So when you go to Kentucky, every single distillery talks about how unique their water is. And the reason that they make the greatest wa- whiskey in the world is because they're on a limestone aquifer. Mm-hmm. DeKalb is also uniquely on a limestone water aquifer. And when Dave Pickerel, who was the former master distiller at Maker's Mark, Whistlepig, Black End are the big ones. Did a lot of, did a lot of uh, consulting. consulting with a ton of distilleries. Very yeah. famous for consulting and helping distilleries get on the right. Probably, probably one of the more famous distillers back, like probably about 10, 15 years ago, is probably one of the most sought after masters oh, yeah. to help startups. Absolutely. Um, he had our water tested because originally we their plan was they were just going to reverse osmosis water it and just make up good water. Dave said, well, if you're on a farm well, let's test it. And it came back an identical match to the one distilleries in Bardstown. So even though people think that they when they think of limestone aquifers, they think of ancient underground 
rivers that run under snow. That's not the way it is. And you think of Kentucky. Yeah. When you hear limestone, you think of Kentucky because that's all they preach and talk about is how good their water is, which is why they have such good bourbon. But yeah, it's it's not an ancient underground river. They're just pockets here and there. Um, the joke that we have is that there is an ancient underground river that runs from here down to Bardstown. Mm -hmm. So we get it before they do. So we get the best water before Bardstown is our kind of internal joke. Um, even though that's not how science or geology works. It's a good tour aspect. You know? Well, I, I mean, we can sit here and keep talking through these. But I, I think we are all in agreement. Unless you're, I'm, I'm running back through really quick the opposite direction. All right, um, sorry. A, I, well, I did the mystery. I did D, C, and then now I'm going to B. Um, but yeah, I mean, B, which is this is kind of the way I hope this would go. Um, B just dominates everything else, and I think this is one more sip there how bad is this going to be if we all talk about we're high proof people and this is the lowest proof on here <laughs> i don't think it's going to be bad i think it's actually going to be good because the whole reason why we decided to do this was because the seven year at mm. barrel proof yeah. did not taste as good as the seven year at 107 proof and you know like most of the time we do barrel proof because we like the consumer to have the option to proof it down but um, there's also people looking for proof down stuff in the hundred, you know, range for picks. Yeah. Um, and it's very unique to get something that's very flavorful, very full. Um, listen to our hundred proof or lower episode that we did last week. Um, or the next week, depends on how they come out. Oh yeah, yeah whatever. Um, <laughs> sometime. Yeah. Sometimes there'll be an episode. Find, find the under hunter proof episode. Um, we talk about how it's, it's, it's very rare and unique to find a full bodied whiskey um, at a lower proof that still has a long finish and great flavor. Um, so I think, I think this is super cool to pick one barrel um, just based off of the proof points. So Buffalo Trace doesn't do barrel proof when you do your barrel picks, right? Those uh, are all no. But proof. when you are doing a barrel pick at Buffalo Trace, you can um, taste it straight from the barrel, and then you're just like, "Why aren't you offering this at barrel proof?" Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it is ridiculously good. But um, they probably presume that everyone wants yield over. Yeah. Uh, no, I think, I think they're just stuck in their old school ways. Like Buffalo Trace is just always a 90 proof eight year bourbon and that's not really going to change otherwise they'd want it in like a stag bottle yeah oh yeah though i don't know what uh stop looking <laughs> jesus you're Dude, like a child dan pulled out the answer key and he's holding it right a <laughs> yeah. foot next to me how am i not supposed to look <laughs> and it's well, like written in like 80 font i didn't, didn't write even... it i didn't know what rob wrote it all he wrote a big black marker we didn't even movie. officially vote yet well we i didn't we... but i'm yeah I mean, I'm we're all you yeah. Yeah. agreement on b Jumped the gun, but I was excited. Yeah. So I mean, let's hear it. A was the lowest proof. So at ninety two point one. Let me just say that it's on record on this podcast. I said ninety two for A <laughs> after I tried B. Can you cut that part out? Just, yeah. <laughs> just do a dub over his. This is one hundred three proof. Um, a was at ninety two point one proof. 
B was at 109 proof, so two proof points off of the seven year at 107 that and you really like. B, I guessed 107 proof. So mm-hmm. pretty close pretty, there. Pretty close. C was the barrel proof. I thought it was 132.6. He had a 132.7. Cool. D was 96.8. And I guess 95. You just want to stroke your ego? Yeah, I do. I mean, within two proof points of all of these, that's that's called a good blind taster. No, you have. (laughs) By far and away, you're the most refined palate out of all of us. You also, by far and away, taste most of these. But no, that's impressive. But I just think that's cool. Did well, I only think we should guess out. what the question mark is and then make Dan go profound. D, <laughs> so mm-hmm. Yeah, D, I have no idea. Go five uh, <laughs> yeah. Write down your guess on that, and then I'll go proof it out. I have to use a different graduated <clears throat> cylinder because we don't have enough left to use the normal one uh, yeah. to get the hydrometer float. But I would guess, like, 93 or 94. All right. I will say that A being the lowest is probably my second favorite, yeah. though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had B, A, question mark, D, C. B, A, question mark, D, C. Okay. Yeah. Um, I had B, A, C, D, question mark. Or, yeah. I don't know. C, D, and question mark for me could have been, like, interchangeable. Um but B was by far dominant. Yeah. I think the moral of this story is that water changes things. Drastically. So, and sometimes for the better, sometimes for the worse. Um, and <clears throat> barrel proof doesn't necessarily always mean better. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and it, it was very cool how, like, these tasted like they were all from different barrels. Yeah. Even though it was just mm-hmm. one barrel yep. with the water. Yeah, that was. I've never done a blind like this or a tasting like this where it's just proofed down at different mm-hmm. points. Uh, yeah. so this is the first time I've done anything like this, and it was. It's in, crazy to see how much proof makes a difference on things. Yeah, and how much oh, yeah. a little bit of water can change things. Plus, it's a lower proof, so you get more bottles to sell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm I'm ecstatic for this. I can't wait for this to to arrive at the store. Um, this is really good. Yeah. I think the the finish on B is like the perfect finish for what you're looking for. It just mm-hmm. sits there and lets you know you had it. Because it sits there for a couple minutes when yeah. you're done. It does, But it doesn't – it's not going to be – the people that don't like Bernie whiskey or things like that, it doesn't do any of that. It just just stays with a little bit of heat. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, it, it drinks very mellow. It lets you know that there's a little bit there. Um, it's it smells and tastes like a Kentucky bourbon. Yeah, this, this kind of reminds me of Jim Beam. I get a little of that like nuttiness. Yeah, it's it's like definitely got um, yeah those kind of like big distillery, big Kentucky distillery mm-hmm. kind of notes yeah, going on. Absolutely. See what we can do after this is a comparison, considering this is two points off the seven year. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, do it side by side. And the seven year is, I mean. Technically, it's a five-year bourbon because it was in the original cast for five mm-hmm. years. Uh, but it's just as old in terms of distillation date and barreling date as the seven-year. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. We should do a quick little side by that. We'll do that off-stream. We will. Mm-hmm. Or not off. We're not streaming. No. No. So I said We're not, not live-streaming. We're not live-streaming. <laughs> Make comments. Guess your, guess your things. Jake will respond back <laughs> and tell you if you're right or not. Um, <laughs> 
But sweet, so that was fun. Good idea. Yeah. Oh, that was uh, a lot of fun. But yeah, we will... I don't do sales. I just make the shit. <laughs> so I'll have Nick finish up with you, but it'll be 109 mm-hmm. proof. Um, and we'll get it to you guys sometime in the near future. Sounds you guys good. can work out all the logistics there. Yeah, we will do that. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, definitely make sure... Are we are we plugging now? Are we wrapping? Do you want to plug? Do, do you want to wrap? More to we can plug. discuss or... I don't know. Is there anything else you want to cover, Dan? This is your chance, Dan. No. Whiskey Eggers, we're here. We've, we've, we've done like two Whiskey Eggers <laughs> episodes in a month, so... We're here, uh, though. I know. You know, it's fun. Jake, we're going to do a nice little... You're finally going to be happy. I'm going to let you try some stuff out of barrels. There's going to be yeah. no drill. Yeah, tell, us, tell us what we're about to do. I can't. Some of that, <laughs> some of that, some of that stuff people haven't heard about right, yet. All so. right, fair enough. Fair um, <laughs> some of those will not have pictures to it. Um, but yeah, no, we're going to go try a few things outside. Um... We have a, I mean, you guys aren't going to hear this and be able to come down because it's not the same day, but on the weekends we have bands, we have barbecue, we have food trucks that come down, so it's always a good time on the weekends. There's tours. Uh, if you're here on a Friday night, you can come bother me at my job. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I... This know, is your first time here, so you, have, you just saw was, the visitor That's center. what I was going to say. This is my first time here. We haven't done, like, the full tour yet, but I was, I'm was i very impressed so far on everything that I've seen. It's a, it's a very nice space, kind of out in the middle of nowhere, but absolutely worth the drive. Um, I'll be back soon when they have live music and food truck. Um, yeah, no, this is this is very cool, very cool yeah. space, and can't believe it took me this long to get out to Whiskey Acres. But if you're if you're within two hours, three hours, I would say it's, it's worth it to yeah. make the drive out. Yeah. Spend spend a few hours here, drink mm-hmm. some good cocktails. Yeah. Cocktails are excellent. Big cocktail by the list. Way. I was uh, yeah. I'm kind of bummed that the bar's not open right now. Um, but then again, it is eleven. It's not Wisconsin. <laughs> this is not Wisconsin. We're still in Illinois. I know it feels like Wisconsin because we're out in the middle of nowhere. Right. Uh, but no, it, it's Illinois, so we're still not open yet. Um, you'll be able to try some later. They'll mm-hmm. be here when we're done. Um, plus, Faze Barbecue will be here, which is pretty damn good. Nice. Um, yeah, that's my plug for Whiskey Acres. Yeah, goldeaglewine.com. Uh, follow us on Instagram at goldeaglewine, uh, Facebook at goldeaglespirits, and we're also on Threads now if you are on the Threads game. The hell is Threads? It's a new uh, social media platform that it's, uh, Instagram it's Zuckerberg's launched. Twitter. Yeah, it's like a Twitter version <laughs> for you guys on Facebook Truth? and Instagram. No, no not Truth. on Truth. All right. Um, Three, two social medias was already enough, um, but kind of had to jump on threads because it's a new thing, and who knows where it's going to go. Um, but it's it's kind of a fun way to just do, like, little stupid tweets or threads or whatever you're, you're going to call it. Whatever it is. Yeah, just to, just to kind of connect a little, um, you know, less pictures and just more of opening discussions and whatnot. Um, but, yeah, check us out because this barrel will definitely be coming to the store, and uh, we will post information as soon as we get it, um, and you'll get a chance to purchase it if you'd like, and I would definitely recommend that. Yeah, this is... The previous barrel pick took down Booker's. I know we've talked about yep. that mm-hmm. once or twice on the podcast. Uh, I mentioned that. This mm-hmm. would be a fun. There's this will be easier to put in blinds at the, mm-hmm. at the 109 proof, and I think well, this is going to do really this is, well. This is going to mess with people in blinds because it truly, I think, tastes and smells like a Kentucky bourbon. Yeah, so yeah. I think it's going to throw people off. <clears throat> Nobody's going to guess whiskey acres. I, uh, maybe I shouldn't be talking about this too much. <laughs> Just save it for the blind tasting. But like it, it's pretty remarkable how 
all of these drink well below their proof. Yeah. Too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is definitely like a sleeper. Oh yeah. Well, it's <laughs> the same way the watersheds. You guys do the high proofs the watersheds, mm-hmm. yeah. and they never taste their proof. Yeah. Um, yeah. One hundred nine tastes more like the ninety to one hundred proof. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But Jake, can you plug our shit quick? Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> you can find us at Instagram uh, at Bourbon Matters. You can find us on Facebook. Uh, we have not joined Threads yet. Um, <laughs> I don't want to manage that. So we'll see. Um, you can watch us on YouTube, or you can watch us on Spotify, and you can listen to us on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. Perfect. I was hoping there'd be a fly that would land right on your hat so I could just smack you in the head for the end of the podcast, but not. I've been really holding myself back from just whipping you in the face and saying there's a fly. You have, we all got a little bit left, and well, you don't have much left to eat. I got a little bit left to eat. Cheers, boys. Cheers. cheers. You're not going to cheers each other? That's kind of dumb. What? <laughs> you cheers me, but not Jake. Oh, Come on, oh. Jesus. The, the real cheers. Cheers, guys. Cheers.